It's time for Open Line Friday on the Andy Griffin Show. It's your chance to be heard, air your grievances, and take your shot. Only on Open Line Friday on the Andy Griffin Show. Morning. Hope you want to participate today. Again, Open Line Friday. So the phone number is 673 is the phone number. Got a couple of things I wanted to talk about today. And, uh, and then we'll get your thoughts. And I really hope you help and want to contribute because this is uh, some stuff that uh, obviously hot in the news right now. It's kind of been a firestorm. We talk about uh, you know gun control. We're talking about how to avoid uh, mass shootings. Obviously, last weekend we had the uh, shootings in El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio. Uh, A total of 31 people lost their lives and many, many more injured. And, and, uh, you know, even even our president has gone on and said, we need to do something. And, uh, you know, he's talking about maybe better uh, screening processes, better uh, ways to detect those that are mentally ill, for, and keep them from getting firearms, and and maybe that's part of it. But man, I just I just don't know at this point that that's really going to do anything. Um, and and I want to give you some reasons why. First of all, let's let's not overhype what these shootings are. Um, they're terrible. They're horrible. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely tragic incidences, but they are not. Uh, they are not as commonplace as we might think, they get headlines. And maybe the reason that we are so horrified by them, obviously it's murder, but uh, because it's taking the lives of innocent people. And you say that and say, well, okay, it's taking the lives of innocent people, but what about heart disease? What about cancer? Um, what about Alzheimer, uh, Alzheimer's? What about car accidents? I think somewhere in the recesses of our mind, and again, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, but I think somewhere in the recesses of our mind, we're saying to ourselves, well, in some small way, those people kind of deserve it. If someone dies of heart disease, well, they probably didn't eat very well, or maybe they were out of shape, or maybe they, you know, you could go the other way with it. Dr. Blodgett was on the show yesterday talking about a lot of the people that are extreme athletes, you know, marathoners and Ironman people, maybe they overworked their heart. And so we look, I think somewhere deep in our minds, we're going, well, you know, it's not as big a tragedy because, you know, they, they probably kind of had it coming. And you could say the same. That, By the way, heart disease is the number one cause of death in the United States. Uh, in 2017, 647,457 people died from the effects of heart disease. That's 23.5% of everyone that died in the U.S., in 2017, that's a lot. That's that's two thirds of a million people died from heart disease. Number one cause of death in the United States. Number two, cancer, and not far behind. Actually, 599,000 people died from cancer. That's 21 percent of all deaths. So if you add those two together, that's uh, more than a million people. That's 44 percent of all, actually almost 45% of all deaths in the United States are from heart attack, heart disease rather, and cancer. And the numbers are, again, over a million. What is seven, yeah, 1.2 million, 1.3 million. Um, 
Unintentional injuries, these include, uh, yes, gun accidents, but they also include uh, car accidents, uh, slips and falls, uh, you know, bizarre accidents on the job, uh, fall, uh, you know, fall from, uh, from heights, accidental falls from heights. That's the number three cause of death. 169,000. Now, if you look at that, 169. Okay, the other two were 600 plus thousand. So not even close. So, I, you know, you, you look at the percentages. Almost half of all deaths in the United States were caused by either heart disease or cancer. And nothing else is even close. Number four is chronic lower respiratory d- disease. This is not lung cancer. Cancer is Cancer goes into that other category. This is... Uh, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, bronchitis, emphysema, asthma. Yeah, you think we had those cured? Nuh-uh, 160,000 people died from respiratory disease. Number five in the cause of death in the United States was stroke and uh, cerebrovascular disease. Basically, strokes, uh, something happens in your, in your head, your brain. 146,000 people died from stroke. Alzheimer's is actually number six in the United States in the cause of death, 121,000 people. We had Mike Miller from the Alzheimer's Association on last month, and uh, got to have him on again. I know they've got a, a walk for life thing coming up here, here pretty soon, but uh, Alzheimer's kills people too. Diabetes, number seven. We, Dr. Blodgett talked about diabetes and its effects on life. That's number seven. And... Uh, as we go down the list, number eight is influenza and pneumonia. Yeah, the flu kills more people than guns. Kidney disease, number nine. And number 10 is suicide. Now, it doesn't, not separated out on how they commit suicide. We know that uh, gun deaths are part of suicide. In fact, the number one choice for uh, suicide is, is uh, guns. But uh, it's not, it's, it's not the only only way you do it. You know, obviously, there are other ways to commit suicide. So as I'm going over these things, you're saying, all right, well, gun, guns have got to be in there. Some, some you know, murder, homicide, got to be in there somewhere. Uh, 12,000. 12,000 people died from murder or, or homicide uh, by gun in 2017. That is one-fourth the number that died by suicide and uh Percentage-wise, a very small percentage compared to the people that died from uh, heart disease and cancer. Okay, some other numbers, and we do have some callers on the line. If you'll be patient, uh, let me go through the, the rest of the uh, numbers that, I, that I'm looking at as I set up today's show. Uh, in uh, Just a couple of years ago, there were 40,000 motor vehicle-related deaths, 39,000 people in firearm-related deaths. These uh, include suicide and murder. Uh, as well as accidents, and 64,000 people died from drug overdoses. So, you know, again, firearms come in third, and that's if we include the uh, the suicide factor in that one. Now, here's a couple of numbers to as we go through this to keep in mind. In the United States, these are firearms per 100 residents. You uh, look at some place like... Uh, Canada, 34% of Canadians, not 34%, there are 34 guns per every 100 residents. Uh, uh, Uruguay, 34%. Serbia, 39%. You're never going to guess the U.S. number. How many guns per 100 people in the United States? You'd say 70, 80, that's a pretty high number, double more than anyone else. It's actually 
120. There are 120 guns for every 100 citizens in the United States. Now, there are collectors that skew that number. I have a buddy that lives uh, over in Washington City, and he's got, I think he's got 100 guns by himself. So he accounts for you know 99 people. But, uh, yeah, that, that number is skewed. I own a gun. I own one gun. So I am not the norm. Or maybe I am the norm. Anyway, uh, all right, mass shootings account for a very tiny pr- proportion of all gun deaths. I know we're all fired up about these mass shootings. We're all fired up about them, and, and oh, things have got to be done. And, and I guess they do, but uh, it's really, really a small number. Listen to this. There were, uh, by gun, by gun deaths, there were 22,938 suicides last year. There were 14,415 homicides, so... Uh, 36, 37,000 plus deaths by, by gun. Uh, only 71 of those were in mass shootings. Now that number is going to be a little bit higher than last in 20, in 2018, there was the Vegas shooting, which was huge, 55 people in, or 58 people in one shooting. But you know, those numbers are up a little bit, but if, if you look at the number, 71 out of uh, 30. 37,000 gun deaths were by mass shooting. Mass shootings are not the problem. They are a problem, but they are not the problem. And, and, I, and I guess I get down to the final number that really kind of stuns me. Type of guns used for murders. So this is just the murders, the 14,000 murders. Rifles, well, let's see. Let's start with shotguns, 2% shotguns. 4% rifles. 64% of homicides that by gun were handguns. So everybody's got, we've got to ban assault rifles. We've got to ban high-powered guns. High-powered guns aren't the problem. I mean, yeah, you can sit in a hotel in Vegas, you know, a couple hundred yards from a, a music festival, and that's a horrific thing that happened. And and a guy got some high-powered rifles and made and made stuff happen, but... In the United States, the problem isn't rifles. The, the big problem isn't rifles. The big problem is handguns. Now, am I proposing we ban handguns? No, I am not. Because I think that maybe the biggest deterrent of all to uh, all these shooters is to have an, the idea that someone that you try to shoot might be armed and might shoot you back. That's a pretty big deterrent right there. That's why I think, you know, arming teacher training and arming school teachers, now as we start school on Monday, I think it's a great idea. Because who's going to go shoot a school if you walk in the door with your little gun and your body armor, and there are 10 teachers all carrying a weapon, and before you can kill anybody, you're, you're dead. That's a pretty big deterrent right there. So... Anyway, I just, you know, this week as as this this firestorm, this groundswell movement, oh, we've got to ban guns, we've got to ban rifles, we've got to screen people and not let let them buy rifles. Yeah, it's all a good idea, but I think it's just barely, barely touching the tip of the iceberg. And, And I don't know what the answer is. And I hate this. I hate when people bring up problems and they don't have an answer for me. I get that a lot. People talk to me and they'll say, hey, you know, here's the problem. Well, and, and I say, okay, well, what would you propose that we do then? And they're like, well, I don't know. I just know what the problem is. Well, I, I hate that. And yet here I am doing it. Here's the problem. What is the answer? Let's go to the phone lines. Seth on line one. What's up, Seth? How are you this morning? My father uh, fought in World War II, 
and he took me shooting, and I was a pretty good shot at eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I might have uh, a couple of firearms, and I actually I'm almost sitting on one at this point right now. Okay. Uh, I'm so okay it, with that. So it's really close, and if I need to defend myself, I've, I've had 70-plus years of experience. And in that experience, none of my firearms have ever gone out off without my finger on the trigger. Hmm. So the thing that needs to be removed is my finger. <laughs> so let's ban fingers, especially the index finger, and let's ban all fingers. But I found out that, you know, that since I had my brain map done, that it's not my finger, it's my brain. Well, I, I think we, we really can't remove that, Seth. Uh, that, that, would, that would present quite a problem for society if we started removing those. Yeah. Well, and so firearms and and nasty uh, semi-automatic uh, weapons. Uh, it's very difficult uh, in in the normal parlance. Uh, to go, you can't buy an automatic weapon, and all all of the things that we're talking about here is just one is, is incredibly ludicrous. The problem is human beings and the dialogue that we just heard on the on the show just uh, a few minutes ago uh, the dialogue going on in people's minds mm-hmm. and all of these people have all you know almost in every case that i can remember are using psychotropic drugs mm-hmm. uh, they're they're um, medicated in some way they've put up postings they've threatened people they put up kill lists in um, uh, bathrooms in public schools and their mothers call police and 911 and say my son or daughter or whoever it is is acting out and uh, on and on and on and and we continue to have these kind of things uh, happen, not to mention that Chicago shot, I don't know how many out of the 41 that were shot over the same weekend in a Democrat city or in New York or in San Francisco or L.A., uh, we don't mention those at all. Uh, All we think about is the shooter and 22 people died in Walmart. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm completely on board with that idea. I mean, you know, 41 people died. Now, 30, what was it, 31 died in the two mass shootings? And, and yeah, we, you know, like I said, I'm trying to explore why that's so much more important to us than the fact that if you go to any big city, and especially ones like Detroit, Baltimore, Chicago, and, and there are over any given weekend, there's 40 people dying. It, and and it, it's... Uh... But the gun is not the problem. The, uh, the uh, pistol or the firearm or the revolver is not the problem. The problem is the person and what they intend to do. So uh, let's get rid of every firearm on the planet. Yeah. But we're going to have to also get rid of forks and knives. That's right. And rocks. And... and how was the first murder committed? 
Uh, Cain killed Abel. How did he do it? I don't remember. A club or a rock or something. Yeah. And, and so uh, at the same time, we ban all the guns. Let's ban rocks and let's ban uh, uh, sticks. And, and there was a big guy with long hair that he used to jawbone, didn't he? Yeah, jawbone yeah. Of, a, of, a, of an ass. Yeah, well, you yeah. can't say that on the radio. I think well, I was talking about the donkey, so it's okay. Yes, okay, okay. okay. Well, <laughs> see, the, the idea is this is not about a jawbone or a rock or a stick uh, or uh, something that would cause a heart attack. That, that you know, you mentioned all of mm -hmm. the numbers, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So could your fork that you're putting something in your mouth that Ooh. might lead to a heart attack. Uh, all of these things are, are dangerous weapons in their own hands. Uh, should, we be, uh, should we have a background check uh, next time you go to the steakhouse and stick your fork in a steak or something? Mm -hmm. Or whatever it is that causes heart attacks. Yeah. yeah okay. So this whole thing is ridiculous. But it has worked perfectly in Australia, and it's worked perfectly in England, and it, and the same scenario occurs. Some freak does something, and we suddenly go out and ban firearms. Yeah, yeah. and I, I guess it's recently happened in New Zealand. Hmm. That's okay? right. That's right. Yeah, I remember. So. One thing that scares the pants off of any invading army is the number that you just read that there are more firearms in the United States than there are people. Than there are people. And so people don't want to come here because it's really dangerous. And mm -hmm. the only way to change that is to eliminate all of the weapons so that all we have left is sticks and stones. Yeah, good call, Seth. I've got a couple of people on hold I need to move on. But I, I appreciate the phone call, and I understand the sentiment. Uh, and, and the truth is, I mean, if we start trying to sort out, we try start trying to change the way people live, then we start losing our freedom. Uh, you know, and, and Seth joked, well, let's take away forks because people are, are, are eating food that's bad for them. And if you eat food that's bad for you, well, guess what? You're going to die because you're going to get heart disease. And, uh, you know, I've been guilty. I've had a few, a few uh, bad for me foods in my day, and uh, I've been overweight. And, I, you know, I, I guess, you know, in, in a country that decided that it was bad for me to eat, the, I don't know, hostess ding-dongs or, or whatever, that they could ban them. And then, it, you know, I don't want to live in that country, though. I really don't. We need to have the right in the USA to kill ourselves. Not, I'm not talking about suicide. I'm talking about the way we live. Let's go back to the phone line. Caller, you're on with Andy. How are you this morning? Morning, Andy. Morning. It's called freedom. Mm -hmm. It's what the Constitution and the Bill of Rights protect. Hallelujah. I have a right to eat a hamburger if I want to. Right. Okay. And if I'm willing to pay for my health insurance then why should some ignorant politician matter or care, you know? And that goes with just about everything, okay? I, like Seth, am a gun owner. Not a single one of my firearms 
has ever jumped up on its own and killed anybody. Nope. Never. So I would say the solutions, they're actually quite easy. We get rid of gun-free zones, and we start educating youth on what firearms really are. Because seriously, a lot of times I think if you could educate kids and let them know from a very young age, look, this is something that is extremely dangerous. More respect for them might help. Okay. But here's the big one. How about we ban, confiscate, and remove and destroy hypocrite politicians? (laughs) We wouldn't have any left. Well, you're true. You're very true. But I'm thinking of some in particular, especially the Democratic presidential hopefuls, many other Democrats, Charles Schumer, uh, Pelosi, the, the long list of illustrious leftist Democrat politicians that run around and scream bloody murder about how we've got to take every firearm away from every person in the United States if it saves the life of just one child. Yeah. Yeah, the the same people that endorse abortion. Yeah, the same people that stand up and give standing ovations for post-birth abortions. Hmm. People that stand up and give millions and millions and millions and millions of our tax dollars to Planned Parenthood. And that run around and talk about it's a woman's right to choose. Oh, so it's okay when a woman decides to murder a completely innocent, helpless baby, but yet... Let's don't make gun-free zones go away. Let's don't let people arm themselves. Let's, uh, let's take the guns away, especially when you hear these hypocrites say, if it will save the life of just one child. Yeah, that's... Where's the same damn logic when it comes to abortion? Yeah, that makes no sense whatsoever. It, and that's the problem with the Democratic Party right now. It makes no sense whatsoever. They draw lines wherever, arbitrarily draw lines wherever they want them. And... Oh, ab- yeah, absolutely. And then, I mean, right in the middle of a play, they can change the rules mm-hmm. and move the goal lines and do all this stuff. And it's okay as long as they're doing it. Yep. Yep. Good call. I appreciate it. Yeah, so, you're, you're, yeah. you're absolutely but, right. Yeah. But seriously, I would like anybody out there, we know there's Democrat listeners, please call in and dispute what I said. Prove me wrong about the hypocrisy of your wonderful, tolerant, diverse, fair, coexist, equality, civility, lefty Democrat politicians dispute it. Prove me wrong yep. when I call them hypocrites for this about abortion and guns. Change my mind. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Thanks for the call today. Appreciate it. Good All to right. talk to you. Let's go to line three. I think we've got Randy on. Is this Randy? Yeah. Hi. How you doing, Andy? Morning. How are you, Randy? Good. You got a good topic today, I think. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, I'm passionate about it. I just don't know what the answer completely is. Well, the answer is to follow the Constitution, follow what the Declaration of Independence tells us. Mm-hmm. Look at all the countries that have taken away the weapons, and let's see what their history has been in terms of freedom for their people. No, it's, it's absolutely disastrous. Yeah, it's not good, that's for sure. Taking the guns away is all about controlling people. That's why the Democrats want the guns so badly. Mm. That's why left-wing liberals always want the guns. Yeah. What they really are are totalitarian-minded people. They don't want the people to be free, and we can be free if we can protect ourselves from an evil government. 
It's not about hunting. Hunting's in there, of course. But that's not why we have the Second Amendment. You link that with the Declaration of Independence, it's really obvious that our founders wanted us to be free, didn't want tyranny to rule and control the people. Well, and they'd, they'd had that. They'd had that their whole lives, that tyranny. That's, that's why they were so passionate about it. Absolutely. And then another thing I'd like to comment on is that uh, we've taken God out of everything. Mm-hmm. We've taken him out of the schools. We've taken him out of the public place, almost taken him out of the churches. And it's just ridiculous. If you expect to have a moral people or people that care about one another, you got to have God in the picture. It is there from which goodness comes, not yeah. from just some random thought from some person. You know, you know, it's, so, it's funny. It wasn't that long ago. Okay, it was. It was 40-something years ago. I was in elementary school, and I remember having prayer in school. And I remember, well, I mean, obviously, in the Pledge of Allegiance, one nation under God. And I remember religion was openly talked about in school. Nobody was preaching, but we all had an understanding that that religion was an important part of what this country was and who we were. And now it is, you get in trouble if you mention God in a public institution right now. That's right. And there's so many illogical points of view out there that go against any belief in any supreme being. So I don't know, It's maybe it's not linked by some people, but for me, there's a definite linkage there in the deterioration, deterioration of our society and the things that people want to do to one another these days, um, all for some cause. And the left wing believes the end justifies the means. So if they take away all of our freedom and um, they have the complete control that they want, we're lost. Our country is lost. The greatest, freest land that ever was on the earth is America. Yeah. And if it goes, well, how much freedom do you think there'll be in the rest of the world? Mm. Yeah, that's on its way Just out, too. Thoughts. Yeah, thank Just you for the call. Thoughts. Very, very good call. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. All right, you too. Yeah, I, I just, you know, and, and that's one of the things I wanted to get to as, as we talk about this is the fact that these people that commit these mass shootings, and again, to me, it's a small problem compared to the overall problem of murder and suicide in this country, which is a small problem in comparison to heart disease and cancer. But anyway, to me, one of the biggest problems, not the one of the biggest problem is that they've lost the value of life. If you, if you go, if you could go out, if you could, I can't even fathom doing what these people did because I have in my heart a conscience and I can't fathom taking the life of another person. And this, these people go in, I'm going to stop at Walmart because I'm hungry. And while I'm there, I think I'll kill 20 or 30 people. I can't even imagine that. What went wrong between when this child was born and this child became an adult and could buy a gun what, what went wrong? Where's the disconnect where there's no conscience, there's no, no feeling, there's no uh, remorse, there's no thought that, oh, I really shouldn't take another life. And you, I, I think there are many factors. The loss of religion certainly is a big one. Uh, but also, you know, the, the proliferation of these deadly video games. I, I tried to raise my, my boys love video games. I tried to raise them in such a way that you know, if they played a video game, it's a weird rule I had, all right? And you can get on my case about this if you want. It was a weird weird rule I had. They couldn't play video games that killed other people. 
they had to play video games that you, if you killed, it had to be a monster or a zombie or something. I know it's a stupid rule. I'm sorry. But they weren't allowed in my house to play a video game in which you went and killed other people. And it became harder and harder. And there came, there, there came a game out called Halo. And, it, you know, if you're older, maybe you've never played Halo or even heard of it. But it was a game, it, it was almost like a game of tag, only you, you, you know, you play with your friends. You'd actually play in a room with your friends. There'd be six of you or whatever, eight of you. And basically, it was, it was like a game of tag, only instead of tagging someone, you had to shoot them. You had to kill them. And it was futuristic. You had, you know, the space uniforms on and you had, you know, the, the needler, I think, was one of the big weapons and fired these little uh, laser needles and things like that. But the point is that it became so commonplace. Everyone played it. And my kids were mad at me. They're like, Dad, you've got to let us play this game. It's the best game out there. It's Halo. You, you have to let us play this game. And I finally succumbed because their reasoning was it's so futuristic and so unrealistic that it couldn't possibly uh, callous them toward murder. So I let him play, and I regret that. But, uh, you know, now, nowadays, I mean, you play a game like a Grand Theft Auto where you're murdering people, and you're not a cop. You're not a good guy. You're not killing bad people. You're just killing people to kill people, to take their cars. And I think we've become, I think that's part of the desensitization. Man, I've blown right through the weather break. We've got to get weather in. It's uh, 939 on News Radio 949890 KDXU. It's time for Open Line Friday on The Andy Griffin Show. It's your chance to be heard. Air your grievances and take your shot. Only on Open Line Friday on The Andy Griffin Show. Welcome back. We're digging into the reasons and causes for mass shootings. And uh, I don't know that we've arrived at any answers uh, at least fixes for the problem, but we've arrived at a couple of theories. Uh, we do have a couple of callers on hold. Thank you for being patient through the break. You're on the Andy Griffin Show. How are you? Hi. I have one comment uh, on uh, gun control. Sure. If they, if they take guns away from the people that can pass a background check and everything else, what about all the illegal guns that anybody can get if they know the right people out on the streets? Yeah. 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 The, the problem there is you take away the guns from the good guys, the, the normal people, and then only the bad guys can get them. And then we're really in trouble. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right about that. And uh, I, I, I have friends. I've, I've never made this statement myself, but I have friends who say, you can have my gun, but you're going to have to pry it from my cold, dead hands. So they'll never get yes. their guns. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Right. And those are the good, honest people. Yep. For sure. For sure. Oh, okay. Great, great for point. Sure. Thank you for the call. Okay, okay. bye bye. Good to talk to you today. Line two caller, you're on with Andy, Andy Griffin Show. How are you today? Hi, Andy. Good. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Um, back to, uh, well, just a thought that I had. Did you see last night, or did anybody see on Newsmax TV? They showed a trailer of a movie that's coming out. Mm, yeah. The Hunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heard about that. It's, Democrats and liberals who, on an island, uh, hunt down and kill deplorables. Yeah, yeah, President Trump supporters. Can you believe that? Uh Uh-huh, yeah, and it's coming out in the theaters. I mean, I'm just appalled. I can't imagine. I just, he's our president. Come on, you know. I, I, I don't know if it's, I mean, I haven't, obviously, I haven't even seen the trailer. I haven't seen the movie. I've heard about it. Uh, it. It blows my mind that this could 
this could pass. You know, it's like Kathy Griffin and her her holding the the decapitated head of the president in in a, a, oh. a mock thing or whatever. Oh, how yeah. is this okay? How is this funny? How is it okay? How is this acceptable? Especially the people that that preach against that. You know, Democrats are supposedly the party of heart, the party of feeling. They preach against yeah. this kind of thing, and then they have this kind of stuff happen. It blows my mind. Yeah, I think they're just not who they used to be, period. Uh, I can't say everybody, of course. But, you know, it, it's just awful. I I wanted to get that out there so that I hope that people will not support that movie. Yeah. Will not go see it. I you hope know, it falls flat. I certainly won't. Yeah, yeah. me neither. Awful. Good call. Awful. Yep. Yeah. Okay, thanks. All right, thanks for your input, today. Okay, you bet. Six seven three five eight nine zero is the phone number if you want to weigh in on the show. Again, we're exploring the relationship and, and, and the causality of, of some of the things that happen. But again, I want to reiterate what I said earlier in the show. Uh, gun deaths are very, very small. And mass shooting deaths are incredible. It's like 0.1% of, of, not even that, less than 0.1% of all deaths in America are from mass shootings. And less than less than I don't know five percent or something of or actually less than three percent of all deaths in America are caused by guns. So you know, and everybody wants to blame guns, and certainly guns are the reason that we had these shootings. Not the reason guns guns were part of why you know why we had these shootings. But the truth of the matter is, we've got bigger problems, folks. We've got. I mean, if you just address the problem with the with the shootings, then you you start. You know, the, the the gun's not the problem. The problem is the people, and the problem is mental illness. And the problem is, you know, not just mental illness and the people and you know, in returning God to our schools and returning God to our consciousness. What about the drugs that are being prescribed? You know, I studied psychology in college. I never finished it because I, I well, it's a long story. But basically, I was of the opinion that. Not everything, but almost everything can be can be taken care of psychologically through proper counseling and therapy. I was not, and there's there's two two schools of thought in psychology, and a lot of psychologists feel like drugs are the only answer or the main answer to all psychological problems, from depression and ADHD, from you know uh, schizophrenia, multiple personalities. Uh, uh, you know, bipolar. They say, well, we'll put them on drugs. They'll be fine. That's not it. That doesn't work. My son sent me a link, and I was not able to verify the sources, but I, I, you know, I went to this website and, and read a little bit about it. And um, Basically, the, the person that wrote the article, and again, I would caution you, I have not verified exactly who wrote it and, and how legitimate it is, but basically their, their argument is that every one of these people that have done the mass shootings in the last, uh, since 1991. So what is that, uh, 28 years? Every one of these people were, had, were or had been on some sort of psychotropic club, uh, drug. Some sort of drug to help them with their mood. Drugs like Zoloft. Uh, drugs like Prozac. Uh, and... and I have I have seen people in my life, they didn't take other people's lives, but they took their own lives because they were on some sort of drug. And it made them, you know, in some cases it made them so that uh, they couldn't sleep. They weren't themselves. They started having thoughts. And they even say, there's even warnings on them that say, uh, this drug may cause suicidal thoughts. Or I think it probably should be thrown on their homicidal thoughts. 
And in this article, they list, uh, I, I, I stopped counting at 20-something uh, incidences where you can link Zoloft or Prozac or any of those other types of drugs directly to something bad happening, whether it was a suicide or a homicide. In one case, a 15-year-old took an axe and hacked his family apart in their sleep. A 15-year-old because he was on Zoloft or trying to come off Zoloft or something like that. It's a complex issue. Again, we've talked about all the different things. The availability of guns to people who have mental problems. The drugs that are prescribed to these people. The absence of, of a good Christian upbringing. Um, it's it's the tip, of the, tip of the iceberg. It's complex, but it's real. Something needs to be done, but I, you know you can't just throw a little bit. Well, we're gonna we're gonna step up the screenings for mentally ill people so they can't get guns. That might be a small small part of the answer, but it's not gonna stop it. It's not gonna stop shootings. It just isn't gonna work. It's more complex than that. And like I said, I hate to keep bringing it up. I don't have the answer. I wish I did. And maybe it's a combination of things. But uh, we'll talk about that more when we come back. 951 on News Radio 949 KDXU. Welcome back to the program. Uh, just a few minutes left. You want to weigh in? It's 673-5890. Again, the leading causes of death, and it's not even close in America, is heart disease and cancer. Almost half of all deaths, and in, in uh, 2016, there were. Uh, 600 and something thousand deaths in the United States. And uh, almost half of those were heart disease and cancer. Guns way, way, way down the list. Not even in the top 10 of causes of death in the United States. So, uh, you know, we want to get up in arms and certainly we feel for the people that have suffered some kind of tragic loss due to firearms, due to to a mass shooting, due to a, a murder. But uh, man, if we're if we're going to address problems, we we got to address you know heart disease and cancer. I know they're working on them, but it's not even close. I mean, we're talking about you know, well, it's not even close. Go back to the phone lines. Caller, you're on with Andy. How are you this this morning? Morning, Andy. Hey, thanks for calling. So we had a potential down. I don't know. It was in Walmart where yeah. this guy came in there with guns. And- yeah, that was in Springfield, Missouri. Missouri, okay. Unfortunately, we had a good person there with concealed weapon, and he used it properly and stymied the whole outlet. I am just in awe. Why didn't this happen in Texas? Was it that quick? Or nobody carries a gun because they can carry open carry, they can carry concealed. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the I, only way we're going to stop these guys, and, and that's and then when it comes to punishment. I'm a real fan. I've watched this new show out, Pennyworth. And these, I don't know if they were enemy of the state, but when they got captured, speedy trial, public hanging, and it wasn't a hanging to break the neck. They just knocked them off a block of wood. Mm. Then the ax man came by and cut their gut open. Oh, boy. And all the stuff blew. But if we have public executions to these sickles, Ooh, I, I think maybe that will help. I don't know if I could stomach. I don't know if I could stomach that. I, 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 Nobody could stomach it. It was gross. Yeah. But, you know, it was to the point, you know, you kill people. This is what's going to happen to you, you know, because right now our people, you know, these guys who slaughter innocent people, hell, they go to 
prison. They get the best of care. They get lawyers. They sit there for 25 years on our medical before they even come up. And some states don't even have a death sentence, you know. So. And if they do get executed, it's very humane. You know, they put them to sleep and they give them this uh, whatever the, the drug is and, and, and they go to sleep and then they don't wake up. It's so, it, it's so humane. No public execution and make it speedy trial, you know, because some of these people, you know, there's no doubt they don't need to sit on rot for 20 years before they finally have a guilty, you know, a Senate scene or something, and they sit on death row forever. So, yep, yep. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Appreciate the call. Okay. Thanks. Good Bye. to talk to you. You know, the, the, the thing is, is I'm not going to advocate public execution. I, I don't think that's the answer. I, I could I could see where that caller would, you know, may, you know, have an opinion that that might work. I, I don't think that would work. It didn't work in England back in the day. Uh, but, but I, I, I do think that, uh, the the process of someone who is a you know especially the confessed serial killers the confessed mass shooters the ones that got caught red-handed why does it take 20 years why do they sit on death row for so long now if, if there was some controversy in the in the court case and maybe the person the, to their dying day denied it and i could see where we want to explore every avenue to make sure before we kill somebody that uh, that they actually did it but man if you've got a, a guy that either got caught red-handed or a guy that confessed to doing it Get it over with. Let's get it done. I don't have to be on TV. Just do it. All right, we're down to about the three minutes left. Caller, you're on with Andy. How are you? Hi. Yeah, uh, I'm good. I had a thought that instead of pharmaceutical drugs, if someone was, was about to be prescribed some antidepressants, that instead they have a required one-month regular exercise program hmm. because it's been shown that regular exercise is as effective or in some cases more effective than pharmaceutical drugs. Yeah. And I, I know that's only one piece of it. You know, a lot of these hmm. guys are abused and had sure. horrible childhoods and whatnot, but exercise, let's yeah. do it. That is absolutely a great answer, and, and it should be a part of things. And, you know, like I said, when, when, you know, in my study of psychology, they, everybody, there's this one group, we, need to put, we have a drug for this and a drug for that and a drug for this. I think that's a great idea. Let's get them out and get them exercising. And, you know, I, I think the liberals would say, well, that's taking away someone's, you can't make someone exercise. That's not right. <laughs> that, that's the answer you probably uh, get. Well, I'm sure <laughs> there would be millions of excuses, but it would work. I think it would work. I think it would anyway, too. Anyway, thanks. All right, thanks for the call. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good theory. Get out and exercise. Do you remember high school gym? Some of you liked gym. Some of you hated gym. High school gym kind of went away for a while. Where you know you only had to take like one one year of gym for your entire high school experience. I think it's coming back a little bit, and I think it's important that we have it in our schools. And, and that caller just brought up a good point, not just for your physical well-being, uh, not just to fight heart disease or lung disease, but maybe for your mental well-being as well. I mean, don't we feel better about things if, if we're in better shape? Aren't there some endorphins released when we exercise? Boy, Dr. Blodgett was all over that yesterday. He said, you know what, it doesn't have to be a lot. 30 minutes a day or an hour every other day of real exercise, and that may just cure the world's woes. Hmm, something to think of. I went and worked out yesterday. I got to tell you right now, I'm sore. (laughs) 
So it added to my woes at least for one day, but uh, uh, that's after taking six. Ever since I started this job, I really wasn't doing much. I, mean, I played some pickleball, but I wasn't doing real, a hardcore exercise for about six months. I'm sore today. I'm paying for it, but I do feel good that I got out and got it done. And that's something that, uh, that's, an, that's a, a little, uh, little integer we need to put into the equation there. Exercise. All right. Uh, we're, I'll tell you, what, I'm going to take one caller, but you have 20 seconds to make your case. Caller, you got 20 seconds because we're almost out of time. Go. All right. Uh, just quick analogy. Uh, when, we, when we plant flowers or we plant a tree early on in the stages, what do we got to do? We got to nurture that thing. Mm-hmm. We got to water that thing. Yep. What are we doing with our children? You know, yeah. I think it starts there. We have a whole generation of young kids coming up. Love, I think, is the answer uh, for a lot of our problems. Good you answer. Know? All right, your 20 seconds are up. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it today. 9.59 on News Radio 94.9, 890 KDXU. Time now for news. Thanks for listening.